Hi, gang. JV here. Just a quick note. This interview with Alexandra and Golden Arrow is divided into two parts. This is the first of two. The night may be long and the dark may be deep, but the answers are there to be found. Whether it's the normal, the abnormal, or the paranormal, you're in the right place. Let's go beyond reality. Welcome to another week, another great program, and another uh, night of uh, very interesting conversation and good fun, actually. We'll, ha- we'll have all of the above. Uh, we had a uh, good long weekend. Uh, I say long because when I don't do a show on Saturday night, it feels like it's an extra long weekend. And sometimes that feels good. Sometimes it feels awkward because I miss communicating with everybody. But um, Friday night was a lot of fun for those of you who joined us on Booze, Brews, and Bros. That always is a lot of fun. We were trying out some new software on Friday night. I think the verdict is that we like it. So I may have to buy it and I may start using it for this broadcast as well. So anyway, welcome to the show. We've got um, Alexandra joining us tonight. Alexandra is uh, a trance channeler and she actually channels messages from a group called Golden Arrow. What is Golden Arrow? Golden Arrow is a group of non-physical beings They're also energetic consciousness, and they offer humanity a way to live in this physical plane, free of pain, drama, anger, and hate. Their expertise is actually shifting present or cellular memory and creating intentions and declaring uh, declarations to change your present unhealthy issues in your environment. You'll be empowered, inspired, and eager to set out and create a new life for yourself. So that's what we're going to be talking about. Alexandra will actually chat with us a little bit. We'll talk about all of this, and then she's going to go into a trance, and she will channel Golden Arrow, and we'll get to talk with Golden Arrow, ask questions questions of Golden Arrow. This should be um, very interesting and, and, and very insightful as well. Be sure you subscribe to both our YouTube channel and our Twitch channels. YouTube is uh, actually both of them can be found by just searching my name, J.V. Johnson. And on YouTube, uh, it's easy to subscribe. Just click the subscribe button. There's nothing else you need to do. On Twitch, it's a little bit different. Twitch, you can follow without doing anything special. Just click the follow button, which we appreciate you doing, by the way. And if you want to subscribe, you actually get a whole bunch of other uh, benefits, special emote options, uh, ad-free broadcasting, all of that. And subscriptions are $4.99 a month. However, if you have an Amazon Prime account, you can link the Prime account and then not have to pay anything. And that link only lasts for a month. So you've got to redo that every month. I see a few uh, of our subscribers have ticked off and that they've dropped off. Ticked off is a completely different thing. Uh, they've dropped off. And the reason for that is that they, they need to renew their Amazon Prime link for that subscription. So we appreciate you all doing that. And of course, we do have a Patreon page too if you want to support the program. That way, you just go to Patreon, uh, find Joe Haw. I'm, I'm reading chat. I'm not sure if, if chat is being uh, honest about uh, some audio issues here or not or, or what what's going on. I can never tell if they're being uh, sincere or they are just making jokes. Anyway, um, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we will uh, have our guest again, Alexandria. Alexandra will be our guest. We'll be talking about, and then eventually we'll be talking to Golden Arrow. That's tonight's broadcast. Please support the program. Go to patreon.com slash Joha. That's J-O-H-A-W.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But one of the things about this technology is that, particularly when you're, when you're using Windows, and anybody who uses a computer that uses Windows, they understand that whenever you do something, Windows tends to think it knows better than you do, and it starts to make changes on your behalf that mess things up. So um, we'll have to spend some time troubleshooting. I think we've got it resolved for now with some Band-Aids, but um, we'll spend some time troubleshooting uh, what is going on so that we don't have these issues in the future. Of course, uh, it's always a work in progress. But also, I do want to mention that um, for anybody who uh, listens to the podcast version of the show, you have no idea what I'm talking about because it's always perfect, right? Anyway, tonight we're going to be taking a, a, having a very, very unique and interesting conversation. Alexandra is our guest, but not alone. Alexandra is actually a trance channeler. And she channels a group called Golden Arrow. They're a group of non-physical beings and energetic consciousness. They offer to humanity a way to live in the physical world, in their physical life, free from all pain, drama, anger, and hate. And their expertise is shifting cellular memory and creating intentions and declarations to change your present unhealthy issues and environment. And we're going to not only talk to Alexandra about all of this, But Alexandra is actually going to go into a trance and channel Golden Arrow for us. So we'll have an opportunity to talk about it, talk to and about Golden Arrow. Alexandra, welcome to Beyond Reality. It's really great to have you with us tonight. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. It's always exciting for me. I'm sure it is. And before we get into this, I need to ask you, though, because, um, you know, every one of us, no matter what state we're living in, are kind of living in a different reality right now. And I just saw, I think, that California... And I think that's what you, where you are, right, California? Yes, uh-huh. California just announced uh, some some a return to, I guess, what you'd call kind of a shutdown uh, situation because of the COVID virus. Is that true? Yes. As uh, I, Well, so I don't know because I didn't uh, actually watch the news this morning. Yeah. But uh, I did hear from several people today that, um, yes, it's a it's a modified shutdown. It's mostly at um, the beaches where um, people are gathering that shouldn't be gathering and who are not wearing masks and stuff like that. So yeah. uh, it, fortunately, it's only a, a, uh, you know, a minimal shutdown. Um, I also have a, I own a large uh, women's department store, and um, so I am not shut down, thankfully, in oh, my store. Yeah. So. That's a good thing. Yeah, it's tough. Everybody is really struggling with this. I think when it all hit us, I think we thought, oh, a few weeks of this and we'll be on of it and we can move on as normal. And here we are nearly a quarter of a year later, maybe even yes. beyond that, and we're still yeah. struggling with this and we have such an uncertain future. Is this something I'm going to be able to ask Golden Arrow about? Absolutely. Good. I'm you looking. You can ask anything at all. Nothing is off limits. You can ask anything. So before we get into that part of our discussion, tell us a little bit about yourself. You have a pretty interesting um path that led you here? (laughs) Uh, I laugh because um, when I tell people about my story, and there'll be uh, a book out about my my life, my life's adventures, 
Um, but I, I kind of chuckle because um, my life really is not that different than anybody else's except for um, how spirit has uh, shown itself to me where a lot of people don't have those magical experiences, I call them. Um, but but my, my life as a human being, as a woman, as a girl growing up, it was pretty um, normal, so to speak. Um, I, I never had any abuse issues or anything like that. I did, however, grow up in a, a religious cult. Uh, my dad was in the hierarchy of that cult, so I did have a lot of control placed upon me. Uh, and, of course, that control I took on myself, too, when you're told that this is the way that it is and you say, yes, sir, yes, ma'am, then, you know, that kind of becomes your your life's history. Um, but as I got older and um, I had an arranged marriage in the church, um, didn't even know the man that I was marrying, and that's actually very common even to this very day. Many, many, many religions around the world still choose partners for other people, for their children, and so forth. So um, I was not happy in that marriage. This is a total stranger that I married, brought from uh, uh, England to be married to, because I, uh, since I was uh, a minister's daughter, I had to marry a minister. So that's who was chosen for me, another minister. So um, about seven years into that relationship, I really kind of got the idea that I was not happy at all, very unhappy and depressed. And um, so I one day woke up uh, in my bedroom. I was in, living in Eugene, Oregon. That's where we were stationed at that church uh, area at the time. And my bedroom was full, bright and shiny. And if anybody knows the West Coast, Eugene, Oregon is a very um, rainy part of the country. And it was very gray and dark outside, raining. And um, my bedroom, however, was um, bright, shiny light. And in the atmosphere of the room was like glitter, literally shiny glitter that was suspended, not falling down, just suspended. And I, I sat up in bed. It was morning time, you know, and I was wide awake. And uh, I was like mesmerized by this glitter. This was instantaneous, you know, JV. This did yeah. not happen over uh, a five or ten minute period of time. This happened in seconds, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And um, when I saw the glitter, a voice said, I don't know who the voice was or where it was coming from. I have no idea. But I heard a voice very clearly say, you do not have to live this way anymore, and you do not have to be married to this man or go to this church any longer. And in that instant, in that that moment of hearing that, I had a flash in my head of beginning to end how to go about ending the relationship, not going to church anymore that I grew up in, and how to, how to move on from that and make it as easy as possible. So it was a timeline that was given to me that was very magical. I felt like a ton of bricks were lifted off my shoulders. And then 
in that next instant, a breeze blew through me from my back to my front that was uh, warm, and I just sat there and cried. Mm. I, I was touched like I had never been touched before. And uh, I got up, brushed my teeth, and did my you know morning chores like everybody does in the morning. And uh, I felt like, wow, my life has meaning here. So I went about doing exactly what that timeline looked like to me in my in my vision, and um, and within that year, I uh, left my husband, divorced him, and um, uh, came back to to um, the Los Angeles area where I grew up, where I'm from, and uh, continued on with my life. And I have to say that my life then really just began because I had to be excommunicated from the church. I knew nobody other than the people in the church. Nobody could call me or talk to me. And um, so I was very alone. So again, over another year's period of time, I became very depressed. Um, I didn't have a, a direction. All I knew was church and family and religion so I went to several churches and um, did not have very good experiences in those churches either. And so I was contemplating just how I was going to end my life. Now people will say, yeah, well, people will say, wow, it couldn't have been that bad. But I have to say, when you're super depressed, and I... Uh, I'm not one to, um, and the, of course the church did not believe in um, medications or doctors and so forth, so um, I was not on any medication. I just dealt with the depression, and um, one day I went to a health food store to um, do my grocery shopping. I'm into uh, healthful eating, and so my dad was an organic farmer, so um, I, that's how I grew up and knew a good, uh, you know, the great way to eat for our bodies. So I went to the health food store and walked in, and the gal at the checkout counter um, looked at me and greeted me, and then she said, wow, are you okay? And in that moment, I thought, wow, this gal really sees me. <laughs> I don't know what she yeah. saw because she didn't tell me, but I just stood there and bawled. Again, I cried. And uh, she put her arm around my shoulder, took me outside the health food store, she didn't want me to make a scene, and I didn't want to make a scene either. And she said, um, if you'll just wait here, I live just around the corner, and I, I have a book that I think that you would want to read. And I said, sure, I'll wait. And just two or three minutes later, she brought a, a little paperback book back to me, and she said, now, this is the only copy that I have, so when you're finished, she said, please bring it back. And I said, Absolutely. And the book is called She Can Read Your Past Lives. It was written by Grace Wittenberger Lore, and um, it's a fully channeled book by Dr. Jonathan Christopher Daniels, uh, who she trans-channels. And I took that book home not knowing that it was channeled. I, I just thought maybe this book will help me. And I read it cover to cover uh, in one sitting and seriously, 
that book had my life written in it. Wow. It was incredible. It was a question and answer book, question of spirit and the answer from spirit. So as I was reading it, these questions were like questions I would have, and then the answers to those questions. And uh, as I was reading the book, I was thinking, wow, I want to I want to I want to have a session. I want to talk to this trans channeler thinking in my head as I was reading the book that she lived in Europe. I actually thought that I was going to be flying to Europe mm-hmm. to talk to this lady. But you were that committed. You would have done that, you right? I would have done that. I absolutely would have done that in a light second because that book told me everything about why I, why I chose this existence, why I chose my family, why I cho- chose the church, which was a doctrine that um, I grew up in. And um, so I took the book back to Linda, the gal at the health food store, and um, I said, I, I need, I need to, to have a session. I need to talk to this, this author, to, to Grace. And she just chuckled and she hugged me and she said, well, she just lives like three or four miles from here. And I thought, oh my God. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was like, okay, do you have her phone number? And she said, yes, I do. And she gave me the phone number and that really began my journey of really living, knowing why I'm here. So many synchronicities in those, you know, in the, in the final stages of that story you just told uh, that make that alone amazing. Yes. I have to, I've got to ask. Synchronicities is a good word, JV, because for me, I've learned that synchronicities are the magic of non-physical life that we are ourselves. It's within us that, you know, no accidents, no mistakes. Yeah. And you're right. Synchronistic is a, a good word to use, but it has a lot of meaning. Going back to the morning that you uh, had heard, first heard the voice, saw, as you put put it, the glitter that was suspended in the air, and had this epiphany. Are you now uh, in the belief that that was Golden Arrow reaching out to you for the first time, or was that something else? Um, uh, you know, I've not ever asked that. You might want to ask that when you talk with them tonight, because I, in all the 32 years that I've been... Uh, channeling that's never been asked. So uh, I'll invite you to ask them that question. I'm going to say I do believe that it was. Okay. But it very well could have been um, uh, spirit, source, Mm -hmm. all that is, God, whatever name you want to use. And, you know, when you're non-physical and not in a physical body, you are everywhere all at once. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like God, whoever has the connotation in their mind of God, well, God is everywhere. God hears everything, sees everything, etc. Well, when you're non-physical, you're just a vibrational being of energy. So you can be everywhere. Our minds go, uh, no, that's impossible. I get it because I have a mind and a brain that I'm always saying, no, that's not so. They're always our worst enemy, aren't they? <laughs> Absolutely. But but they're not necessarily an enemy as much as they are a gift that we're being given to search for the more. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. It does. Yeah. 
you were spoken to whether, and we'll find out when we talk to Golden Arrow, if it was Golden Arrow speaking to you that first time. And you had this epiphany. You made major changes in your life. You set out to follow a path that was basically shown to you. The The whole thing came to you and you did it the way you saw it. And then you found yourself very, very alone. And as you said, depressed. And you were considering taking your own life because it was so bad. Do you feel now, in retrospect, that that was some type of rite of passage? That was a, you know, uh, wandering in the woods uh, to, to, to find the answers kind of time frame for you? Was it an important part of this journey? Yes, yes, and, and yes to all of that. It was a part of the journey. It was a rite of passage. It was all of that and more. You know, for me, um, spirit, source, all that is, has to be in my face in order for me to get it in that moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. It has, it has to be right there in front of me. So that, those sparkly lights, uh, uh, I don't know, question everybody who's listening tonight. Has anybody else had a similar experience? And maybe you'll find that there are people that have had that experience. For me, it had to be those sparkly lights in order for me to stop and hear it and get it. So I had to go through that, as you say, rite of passage, that rest of that part of the journey of being alone and and being depressed, I never once thought after the sparkly lights that it was going to be easy or hard or difficult. I never thought anything about that. I just went about the journey that was in front of me, knowing that it was right action. And because I ended up uh, depressed again, what happened? A book appears to me, just like the sparkly lights, right. that has all the answers that I was asking, and there it was, in my face again. When you made all these changes and started out on your own, um, basically throwing, not throwing away, but uh, turning, the, turning the page on what, would it, what was your entire life up until that point, yep. were your parents still alive? Yes. What did they say about what was happening? Did they have anything to say? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. It was of Satan the devil. Mm. It was devil worship. It was um, everything other than spiritual, godlike. Anything other, you know, unlike that. That's what it was. And um, they, I'm, I'm telling you, I, they did not speak to me for, well, all, that was another reason why I was so depressed and lonely, because I, had, I couldn't talk to anybody. And I couldn't talk to anybody on the street or, or, or other people that I was meeting. They thought I was crazy, you know? So um, when I say I was alone, I, I only had the church and the people in the church um, who who were like family and friends, you know, and I couldn't uh, talk with any of them. They wouldn't speak to me, and they would say, shame on you, and, uh, you know, you can throw a bullying word in there. I was bullied a lot when I left the church, and my dad had to excommunicate me from the pulpit. That was a, um, a decision that was made uh, at the head of the church that he had to do that. He had to be the example. And I'm sure um, my dad had difficulty doing that 
yet he did do it. Um, and years later, my mom um, passed away uh, several years later, uh, and my d- dad just passed away just a few years ago um, at 84. And um, we reconciled. Oh, good. Um, for many years we reconciled, um, and he never did um, judge me or criticize me after we reconciled. I wrote him a letter and I said that he was a lousy dad, a crappy dad, for not seeing that that my journey was different than his. And uh, I never heard back from him. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, two or three years later that he uh, called me and he said, can you come down and have lunch with me? And I said, sure. He was in Long Beach and I was in the L.A. area. And um, I met him at a restaurant and um, we sat down and that my dad presented me with the letter that I had written him uh, several years before. And he just sat there and cried. He Mm -hmm. said, I'm so sorry that I was not there for you, that I did not support you. And I cried. He cried. Of course. The poor waitress came over a couple times and just (laughs) walked away. (laughs) Felt so sorry for her. She thought, oh, my God, what am I walking into? And uh, that reconciled our relationship. Um, he never had a session with Golden Arrow uh, uh, at all. Um, Out of but, choice, because he didn't want to? Uh, I, I, because he didn't want to. Yeah. And I, I'm just interjecting here. My own perception about it was that he was afraid. Sure. Uh, just like when I had my very first session with, uh, with Grace, with Dr. John, um, I was sweating buckets. I'm not kidding. My underarms were dripping wet as I was sitting on her couch, and Dr. John was telling me about my life. That first session that I had, um, the the non-physical being that that speaks through grace, um, there or his doesn't matter if you call it a he, she, or it, or they. Doesn't matter when you're non-physical. You're all of that. Right. Um, but Dr. John is one of the uh, overseers of the Akashic Records, or the Book of Life that's mentioned in the Bible. And uh, so when you have a session with Dr. John, you don't have to say a word, nothing. They tell you why you chose the life that you did, the name that you chose, the... Um, the ray that you come in on, I came in on the will ray, uh, which has proven out to be true in, in my life. But So they tell you everything about you, and you don't have to say a word. They talked about my mom and my dad and my brother and my aunt and uncle and um, why I chose them and why I chose the, them to be a part of the religious cult that I was a part of and what I was learning from that. Amazing Truly amazing first experience, but I'm telling you, I thought a bolt of lightning was going to strike me dead, yeah. because that's all I knew. It was of Satan the devil, but I, I'm brave. <laughs> Obviously, that's true. Now, is Dr. John part of Golden Arrow, or is Dr. John a different entity, different non-physical being? So what I would, I'm going to just give you one answer, different. Okay. Um, but let me explain that if I could. Yes. Uh, when you're non-physical, you you are just a vibration, like 
I, I liken it to a light bulb. When you turn the switch up, you have light. When you flip the switch down, you don't have light. Well, what makes that light? It is a vibration. It's an energy, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. Correct? Yeah. I mean, we're either making, we're either giving it energy with this light switch or we're taking it away. That's right. So when you're non-physical, that's what you are, an energetic field of reference. So there's Dr. John, there's Dr. Peebles, there's Lazarus, there's uh, Golden Arrow. There's, I'm naming all the non-physical beings that I studied with through the last um, 45 years of my life. All of those trans channelers I studied with. When I say study, I went and had sessions with them. I did uh, retreats with them, the channelers. Um, I, I did um, uh, weekend um, seminars with them, Lazarus. I, I, it was so. When you're non-physical, you are everything and everywhere. So when you say, "Is Dr. John a part of Golden Arrow?" I have to say that it's an energetic field of reference, and they take a name or a um, title according to the individual that they are channeling through. So Golden Arrow asked me to channel them some 35 years ago, and I was having a session with Dr. Peebles, who is channeled by Thomas Jacobson at that time. Dr. Peebles was, lived here on this earth and I think died in 1927, who was a very well-known medical doctor here on the planet. And when he dropped the body, he wanted to continue his work of helping humanity. So he kept his name, Dr. Peebles, and those individuals that he chose to channel him then uh, all he's known as Dr. Peebles. He has a very Scottish heavy brogue when those people channel him. So Golden Arrow, I was in this session with Thomas Jacobson, who is channeling Dr. Peebles, mm-hmm. And um, I had had many sessions with Dr. Peebles. I studied with, with uh, them, them meaning those non-physical beings who call themselves Dr. Peebles, for about a year or so, every two or three months. And in the middle of this one session, Dr. Peebles says to me, there's an, another energy here who would like to introduce themselves to you. Would that be all right? And I said, Absolutely not knowing what was going to transpire, right? Mm-hmm. Right. But I, I was absolutely, I, I, would, I would invite anybody who wants to talk to me. And uh, so Dr. Peebles, with this heavy Scottish brogue, stopped talking mid-sentence, and this very soft-spoken voice said, we are Golden Arrow, and we would like for you to channel us. And I said... To them, to Golden Arrow, you're kidding, right? Now, at this point, you hadn't had any of your own channeling experience, right? I mean, you had been in sessions with other people, right? But this, this, no. this was a, no. this would have been new. This is at that point. Yes, brand spanking new. <laughs> That's wow. why I said you're kidding, right? right? Yeah. And their answer to me, very soft spoken, was, "We would not kid you about that." And then I felt very embarrassed, and I said. I apologize. I know, but I never thought I would be doing something like that. I never 
thought about doing that. And um, they said, you have done enough spiritual work that we can speak through you. And I said, well, I don't have a clue how to do that. And they said, not to worry, we'll teach you. And that's all that was said. Right then, Dr. Peebles picked up with the sentence where he, they left off. And a, again, a warm breeze blew through me from my back to my front. And I was in a closed office space, no windows, nothing. I was in his office. And I just sat there and bawled the rest of the session with Dr. Peebles. In fact, Thomas, when he came out of trance, looked at me, and I was blubbering like an idiot, and he said, oh, my God, are you okay? And I said, no, and I told him what happened, and he said, you know, in all the years that I have been channeling, that has never occurred, that's never happened. So CJV, it had to be in my face. Every time, it had to be in my face. Wow. And obviously, that was a moment that changed everything for you. Um I also have to say, there's so many parts of this story that we've already talked about here tonight that each one of them could be its own show. I mean, in all seriousness, so many experiences you've had that each one is I'm curious enough about, and I know that our audience would be curious enough about that we could spend a whole show on it. Sadly, we don't have that much time. I um, I want to get a feeling for how the channeling works. How does it work for you physically, and also how does it work for you in a spiritual or emotional or non-physical sense? I'm not understanding the last part of the question. I guess the physical part, you can describe that for us, but does your, do you have, is there an out-of-body element to this for you? Okay, um, I see what you're asking. Yeah. So, um, you know... Uh, they taught me how to, and it took me two full years of practicing the uh, work, the uh, homework that they gave me. Um, took me two years to work through all of the crud, the belief systems, the old religious belief systems that I was holding on to that I grew up with. It took me two years to unravel all of that with the homework. Um, and that's what Golden Arrow does for humanity now, you'll hear tonight. That's what they do. They teach you how to release and let go of all of the destructive behaviors and beliefs that you have held on to up until this age that you are right now. So in two years, they did that for me, and it was uh, intense. I will say that it was intense, um, but good, good intense. Yeah. Um, I had to learn how to meditate fully, how to um, l- let go and allow spirit to enter my body. Um, they did some some physical manipulation with my um, vocal cords and with uh, my chest cavity. They um, uh, they open now. When I tell you this, there was absolutely no pain involved in this. Okay. Because it, it's energetic. Nothing's entering my body but just an energy field. So they, what they did was they expanded my chest cavity so that they could enter. When they enter, it is a balloon effect. Um, I, I feel it. There's no pain, but I feel them. In fact, as I'm talking to you, I feel them in the back of my... Um, my back, 
they're here, they're present, they're listening. Um, it, and I will tell you that that presence is very loving, very caring. Uh, when they enter to speak to you, uh, they take my personality, the Alexandra that's talking to you now, mm-hmm. they take my personality and um, they bring it to the right side of me sitting here on this couch. They, and I'm in a, like a suspended pink bubble. I call it that because when I see it in my mind's eye, that's what it looks like. And while they're talking to you, they're working with me on a spiritual level. So in 32 years that I've been channeling them, they have been working with me spiritually in my spiritual growth while they talk to all these people. Are they with you all the time? All the time. And they do, I talk, do I talk to them during the day? Absolutely. I communicate with them all the time. And then when you uh, want to channel them, you consciously decide to do that and they come to you, come, th- come then through you, use you as a vehicle to communicate. Correct. And they, they have given me an invocation uh, to speak in my, in my mind okay. while, while I am doing some deep breathing. And uh, let me quote you the invocation because then you'll get a little idea of who they are. Okay. Um, it goes like this. We invoke the light of the Christ within. Light is our guide. We are a clear and perfect channel. We invite you, our guides, teachers, and unseen friends, to communicate with us for our highest good. Thank you so much, and so it is. We step aside and let go. And then they enter, and they enter um, vociferously. They enter. You know they're here. They speak differently than I do. Um, and they have information that I don't have about you. Because when they enter, and you are going to be talking with them, they are, in actuality, vibrationally sitting on your vibration. They're with you. They're communing with you on your vibration. So when you ask questions, it doesn't matter what you ask, they, they know what it is that you are meaning by the question that you're asking, because they're there with you. Wow. No matter if it's you, no matter if it's a, a listening audience and they ask a question, doesn't matter. They're non-physical, so they're everywhere. Does that freak you out? A little bit, just a little <laughs> bit. Um, but I want to know more about, I don't even know if who is the right word, but I don't know a better word. So who they are. Um, I know that, you know, in, in, in discussions and, and reading um, about this, this discussion tonight, um, you know, we've said they're a group of non-physical beings, but are they, are they angelic? Are they divine in some nature? Are they extraterrestrial in some nature? Is there a way to put any one of those labels on them? Um, so I'm just, I'm going to answer that my way, okay. Alexandra way, okay? okay? Yep. And I would say, and you can ask them that. Uh, that's been asked of them many times, but you can ask them that for your information, for your listening audience. From my perspective, they're all of that and more. They're angelic, they're extraterrestrial, because all of is aren't, aren't angels, uh, 
um, and they, and angels can appear in in human form. Sure, yeah. aliens aliens live among us all the time and have been among us all the time. They can appear in physical form. So when you're a vibration, you can appear just as a vibration, or if you want to really make yourself known, what do you think those sparkly lights were in my bedroom? Yeah. You know, I always hearken back to that because there was not a physical form there, but let me tell you something, suspended sparkly lights will get your attention. If we weren't having this conversation and I didn't know you were going to come join us here tonight, I wouldn't know anything about Golden Arrow. But I'm suspecting that they're probably affecting my life in some way that I'm not aware of. Is that true? That is true. What, why did you ask me to be on your show? And there's a, probably a perfect example, right? What is their goal? What is their intention? And I will ask them this as well. But from your yes. perspective, Alexandra, what do you mm-hmm. what what are they trying to achieve? Help help humanity in in the most benevolent way possible. There is nothing that is negative or evil or um, you know people that that don't understand non physical or don't understand. Um, Gosh, I want to use the word God, but, you know, we've, re- we've yeah. religionized God so much that it just is meaningless anymore. But people don't understand that they, look at we all are born, all of us, or we are a walk-in, however we have a human experience, and there are many ways to have that human experience, many Aliens come and they have a human experience because that's what they're choosing to have, and so they have a physical form. It's a little different than ours, but when they're walking down the street, you would never know that difference. That's that's a known fact, um, and people are going to debate that. It's okay. You can debate anything you want with me because whatever you believe is okay with me. Uh, I, I'm not here. I, Alexandra, am not here to prove anything to anybody. You want to talk to a non-physical being, you want to talk to Golden Arrow, who is out and determined to help humanity, to heal humanity, to raise the vibration of humanity, to offer the more of what, of what we are all here to discover within ourselves. That's what they do. We are having a physical experience, you and I. You and I are talking physically. We have a physical body. Mm-hmm. But before you were born and before I was born, what were we? Think... We were a vibration. We right. were a soul. And the soul has purpose to come in and have a human experience, to learn certain things about a human experience, meaning being in a defined, in a confined body, being in a vessel that can only do certain things at certain times. When you're non-physical, you, you, you can do anything. You can be anything. You can be everywhere. So we are holding within us that soul vibration. We come in as a soul to have a human experience. We're firstly a soul. What's the chicken or the egg, egg thing? Right. Firstly a soul. Secondly, less importantly, we don't uh, think that at times, but less importantly, we're having a human experience. 
to grow and to become more in our spirituality. And spirituality has nothing to do in my conversation with you with religion. Nothing. Do you remember what words are channeled through you after the fact, when the session is over, when you've, when you've returned to yourself, do you remember what was said? No, but that was an agreement that I made with them. Remember, I studied for many years with trance channelers. Right. And when they would come out of trance, um, I would ask them, do you remember what was, what was said? Some of them would say, yes, I can remember a little bit for a, a period of time. Uh, and others would say, no, I don't remember anything. And um, uh, what I observed from, um, I would say, half of those channelers, when they came out of trance, they were very enervated. They were tired. Um, they were, you know, um, it, they, it was an effort for them to channel. So when Golden Arrow asked me to channel them, and I spent that two years with them studying and learning and letting go and growing, um, I said to them, these are some of the things that I'm asking of you, that when I come out of trance, I am full of life, full of energy, and I can go about my life without being innervated, without being tired, without having to lay down and take a nap. And when I come out of trance, I do not want to know anything. I have enough to do, JV, with my own life, living sure. my own life, than yeah. remembering what they tell other people <laughs> and going through all the drama that they go through with the people that they're talking to, no, pass on that. But at the same time, during your training, you, you and, and I think still now, you have direct communication with them for your own benefit. Yes, all the time. And that took me years. It took me years to learn how to listen to them. And then again, that was an in-my-face experience, too. I wanted to have communication with them. I didn't know how to go about that. And one day they just said, stop your mind and listen to us. So I learned how to do that through meditation. And they are pr definitely proponents of meditation and quieting the mind because it's our mind that gets us into a whole lot of trouble. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Can Golden Arrow affect the physical world in other words can they manipulate things or does is 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 it their consciousness channeling through you is that their only um contact i guess i would say with humanity hmm. that makes sense that question makes sense um kind of can you rephrase it I, i'm gonna say ask them okay um but because um I guess, I guess you know, in, in, in many cases, particularly on this program, we talk about other types of spirit interaction, and it's not quite the same thing. But when we talk about that, you know, we talk about um, certain uh, manipulations that can occur. And, I'm and when we're talking about Golden Era, I'm thinking about larger things. Can they affect, um, can, they, can they intervene in natural disasters? Can they... Um, intervene on the behalf of on behalf of humanity for for some other catastrophe or a war or anything like that, or are they limited to being able to help guide us through wisdom? Mm. So the answer to that is no, they're not limited. I'm going to give you an example. Um, 
so I live in the, a mountain community in Southern California, 5,000 feet elevation. And uh, we, we uh, as uh, California is, always have uh, uh, fires, right? Ground fire, uh, yep. gra- grass mm-hmm. fires, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, so there was a, several years ago, um, ask my husband, when was that one fire? 2003, he says. 2003, we had a fire that was very close to our community here in the mountains. And um, it was raging. And we all had to evacuate. And so um, uh, I and uh, my, my daughter, well, my family, uh, evacuated to Palm Springs. When you evacuate, you just go where there's going to be availability right. of rooms or houses or whatever. Right. So we were in Palm Springs, and we were watching every day on the news um, how close the fire was getting to our homes and to our community. And, uh, and of course, many people, you know, here in Southern California, especially I think in the little town of Paradise, the whole town was burned, was, was leveled with a fire. Mm-hmm. So it was getting close to us. And um, and I was channeling Golden Arrow at that time. Uh, I was not channeling that day. I'm saying to you that we were watching on the news, and the news bothered me, really bothered me, and was um, getting very, very close to our homes. And I got up off of the couch, and I went into the bedroom, and I closed the door, and I sat down on the floor, leaned back against the bed, and I said, Golden Arrow, we really, really need your help. We need to save our homes, and we need this fire to go out. And I just sat there in that state of requesting and talking and asking, somewhat begging, and um, I just ended that conversation, and it took maybe... 15, 20 minutes, Mm -hmm. and I got up and was fixing dinner, and uh, my family at the time said, Mom, come and look at this. And I went over, and so I need to backtrack, JV. While I was sitting in the bedroom alone talking with Golden Arrow, in my closed eye, behind my closed eyes vision, I saw a big, like, fluffy, uh, um, you know, a mitten, Mit, you know, a snow okay. mitten yep. that you would put on your hand. It looked like a big, fluffy, huge mitten that uh, went down and put out the flames on this fire. That's what I saw in my mind's eye. And um, like I said, then I completed my chat with them, mm-hmm. and then I went and made dinner, and then my daughter says, Mom, come and look at this. And it was snowing in Lake Arrowhead. Oh, wow. And the snow and the rain put out the fire. So I don't know, JV, was that Golden Arrow? Was that me and my beseeching? I, I, I don't know. Ask them. I will. I will. I've never asked that, yeah, actually. I will ask. Uh, let's assume for a second that that was a result of your uh, request of help from Golden Arrow. Yes. Are they simply waiting for us, for we, to ask for help in parts of our lives? Yes. 
Nothing else needs to be said. Mm-hmm. Yes. You must ask because source, God, all that is, whatever you want to call it, never intercedes, never. They totally respect this earth experience that you and I have chosen. They respect that. We make choices. We, we have experiences. We make other choices. We have experiences from that. We may not like it, so change and make a, a, a new choice. Choose again. We may not like the outcome of that. Choose again. That's how you grow. That's how you learn. That's how you become more through the choices that we make. They will never, ever intercede without you asking. That is, that's a universal law. I have about a hundred more questions for you, but our time is going to run short and we want you to um, get into the state you need to get into All right. uh, to get ready for Golden Arrow. But I do have one more question because I think I need to ask this of you and then uh, Golden Arrow as well, because it's a listener question in our chat room. Um, the listener wants to know if uh, you can comment on, and I will ask the same question of Golden Arrow, the, these new energies that are affecting and, and uh according to the question, bombarding the earth, like energies of Aquarius and, and different solar type energies. I'm not sure if it, that question makes sense to you. I'm trying to read it uh, word it for word from the listener. Yes, it does. What's the question? Um, do you have an opinion on and uh, how these are affecting us? Um, hmm. um, there is... Hmm. So... It's an energy field, all of that that you're talking about, that the listener is asking. Mm-hmm. All of that is an energetic field. Uh, the solar system is an energetic field. The planets are in an, uh, in an energetic field. Uh, there are realms of reality that are just energy. Re- realms of reality that we have no clue exist because we're limited by our minds and what our brains can take in. So... Um, I do believe that all of the energies that are around us do affect us in the time frame that they are supposed to affect us. I absolutely do believe that. I studied astrology for 18 years. I understand the alignment of the planets. I understand why we choose the names that we, that we have. I, I know all of that. So I would say that the answer to the question is yes, we are affected by all of that, and then we have choice on how that's going to affect us by our own choosing of, I want this to affect me, or I don't. We have free will choice, always, always. That's something we forget, isn't it? We forget that. Hell yes. We always think that there's somebody else that's governing our lives. Uh, mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Yeah, our decisions, our choices, our consequences. Exactly. Um, we're going to take a break here, and you're going to take a minute and um, and uh, I'll do it. Open yourself up for the channel of Golden Arrow, and we're going to when we come back from the break, we'll be talking directly to Golden Arrow. Now, my question is: at the end of that, will we have a chance to speak to you again? Do we, and if so, what do I have to do? Yeah. So, what you need to do, JV, is you need to just say. Uh, to Golden Arrow, our time is up for you, and we would like for Alexandra to come back, and um, they will leave you with a um, a uh, a blessing of 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 a sort. You'll hear it, 
and then in just a you know ten seconds or so, um, I'll come back and my personality is back. Perfect, perfect. Okay, once again, Alexandra, before we go to the break here, where can people go to get more information about Golden Arrow, about you, and? some of the things that you offer people in terms of uh, being able to help them and help them communicate with Golden Arrow? Yeah, so um, I have a book out called uh, Who Are You and What Are You Doing Here? That is a a totally channeled book by Golden Arrow. Um, And um, you can have private sessions with Golden Arrow. They're between an hour, hour and a half uh, long. I charge $175 for that. Um, and you get a recording, so you go back and listen, re-listen to that recording of the session that you had uh, several times because you will hear different things um, as you grow and as you change. Um, uh, the best way to get the compilation of everything that is available to you and to be on our, our email list is to, on your uh, iPhone or cell phone that you have, um, uh, text the number to 58885, and then in the um, communication uh, box at the bottom where you communicate, uh, type in GOLDEN, G-O-L-D-E-N. And what will come up on the screen is our, our website and the YouTube uh, channelings that you can watch, um, uh, all of the events that are coming up. And um, I have an event coming up on the 25th that, that your listeners uh, definitely would want to. It's a, a webinar. Um, and um, that's available to them as well. So um, th- there are a lot of different modalities that you can um, talk with Golden Arrow on. This concludes part one of my discussion with Alexandra about Golden Arrow. In part two, Alexandra actually channels Golden Arrow, and we speak directly to Golden Arrow. And that part two follows this episode immediately. Beyond Reality Paranormal is hosted by J.V. Johnson and produced by Orion Palmer and Slick Eddie Edwards. Like us on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Please consider supporting the program either through your podcast platform, click on the link in the description, or on Patreon at Joha Productions. If you'd like to be a guest on Beyond Reality Paranormal or you have a recommendation for a guest, contact our producer, Slick Eddie Edwards. Eddie is spelled with a Y at slickeddieedwards at gmail.com.